You are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. Find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you can find podcasts, my G. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram to submit any questions, topics, or shoot the shit with the homies. Yo, like always, shouts to the sponsor, Sunday Scaries. You know, I got anxiety, driving, living, social. But they got the gummies and the oils. They helped me out, bro. For 10% off of your purchase, go to sundayscaries.com, use promo code BUCKETUP, or hit us up on the socials and we'll get you the link. Again, 10% off, promo code BUCKETUP, Sunday Scaries, anxious as fuck. On this episode of the Bucket Up Podcast, I have a wild encounter at the gym. Bucket half boy has had to Denver. Open mic night with Lance Mihadas and Turned Up TV. We do movie reviews of Lion King, Crawl, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We also do music reviews of Chance the Rapper, Maxwell Cream, and Baby Keem. And more. And I was like, should I be nice? Should I be positive? And he didn't seem like he was acceptable of education. So it wasn't like I was going to like take the time to educate him. So I kind of went off the hip a little bit. And I was just like, sir, fuck you. Bitch sit on my face, I attack that. Choose up, Lil John, I'm finna pack him. When it comes to my bitch, I'm straight active. Dirt ball in the coup, smoking cat piss. Lil bitch, shut the fuck up. Tell your best friend, shut the fuck up. Hey, lil bitch, shut the fuck up. Tell your best friend, shut the fuck up. Drop a band on some cute shoes You want me be the man you can vent to You let me beat it up, you let me practice Now I'm finna lay you on a mattress Bitch sit on my face, I attack that Choose up, we live. John, I'm finna pack him Volume 92 of the Bucket Up Podcast It was your boy Ty Doyle, aka DJ Buttersauce Aka Ty Lante Aka your mama called me over to make some soup and I'm here as always with the kid, JB, was good? Yo, what up, it's me, the kid JB, could've been right last week, aka Mr. Told You So, not because I'm always right, but when I'm right, shit, I told you so. Mr. Flight Anxiety, man, welcome back, the Buckethead Boys have returned from Denver, uh, where we will talk about and touch on our antics and the hilarity that ensued while we were out there, man, but I'm happy to be back, and I'm happy to be on the mic with my man, uh in the flesh so yeah bro how was your weekend um how was your week welcome back to uh your routine oh yeah dude it was fine uh coming back from denver uh definitely sucked we didn't get into a win like midnight getting into denver sucked because we didn't get into what 4 a.m Right, right, but I figured that was a different story we would tell, but... Oh, it was. I was just touching on how much traveling sucks. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, just getting back late, I was tired as shit uh, the next day at work, because I only I went to sleep at, like, 1.30, um, but then I, I ended up... I had a half day, took my half day for... Did, like, a reverse half day on, on Tuesday, where I just went in later, so I can get in that sleep, and then I was pretty goofy for the rest of the week, uh... Caught a couple movies that we'll get into later. Um, but yeah, how was your week? Uh, my week was unique, and uh, I try to stay positive 
and you know try to beat the scaries. Uh, shout to the sponsors on the scaries, but no, nah, beyond that, man, I don't know. It was uh, it was definitely unique. I had some stuff that went down throughout the week that was weird and annoying and definitely breaking my routine. But beyond mm. that, uh, yeah, like you said, man, getting back from Denver was tough. We didn't get into like midnight, so definitely catching up on sleep Monday and Tuesday was rough. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm trying to be in the gym and work on my physique because I go home, burn, 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 two weeks hey. to, to see my judgmental family. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I gotta be, be like, hey, you've been working out. Why would I, they care? You know, you know, what I'm saying I gotta be in top shape, bro. Um, oh, okay, but. Nah, you gotta so, be in top shape to eat all the chopped cheeses and the and the pizza. pizza slices. Yeah, that's what it yeah. is. I want to get my body prepped before I wreak havoc on it. There you go. So, uh, nah. So you know, week was whatever. Gym work, meal prep. You know, boring life type stuff. But mm. um, yeah, to get right into it, man, I had a weird ass interaction again with a stranger. What happened? This, this time at the gym. All right. So, this was Tuesday. Shasta Taco Tuesday. It's usually a joyous day. People are nice. <laughs> getting along. And uh, so I have a t-shirt. I think you've seen it before. Shouts to the buckets out there. Anyone going through cancer or have a family member lost to cancer, you know, we out here, we support cancer research and we proudly say fuck cancer, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Which I don't understand how anybody would be against that. Mhm. So I have a t-shirt that doesn't really necessarily say fuck cancer, but it implies it because it has the letters that say F-U, and next to it, it has the cancer symbol turned sideways to make it look like a C and a K. Looks Mm -hmm. like it, not quite it. Below it, it says cancer, and then right below that, it says the company that makes the shirt. You know what I'm saying? I've worn this shirt hundreds of times. Got nothing but endless compliments on it, yada, yada. It's a great shirt. I enjoy wearing it to the gym. It's a gym shirt. Tuesday, I wore it to the gym. I'm minding my own business. I got headphones from the airport, which we'll touch on, but I was using those at the gym. So I was extra minding my own business. This guy approaches me, and usually when somebody approaches you at the gym while you're using a machine, your gut reaction is that person's probably asking you how many more sets you have left on that machine. Right. So I always come prepared to either answer the person or offer them if they want to join me if I just started. So I kind of just came with that energy and kind of looked at him and was ready to be like, oh, I have two sets left or you can you know, join me if you want. This man who, mind you guys, has to be like, I'd have to say early 70s, literally just set points to me and says, your shirt is inappropriate. <laughs> And I was confused for a second because I genuinely didn't know what shirt I had on. And then I looked down. And I was like, oh. And then I, sir, I said, sir, all positively. I was like, sir, do you know what this shirt means? This is uh, supporting cancer research. And he says, I don't care. That shirt is inappropriate. So how old was this dude? I don't know his exact, exact age. But if I had to guess, like, that's just the, the thing is my dad's about to be 65. Shouts to him. So I don't want to say like 60s or something like that, but like he looked like, you know, 70s. All right. I had to be an old white dude. Like, I'm sure that guy, after he said some shit, was in the locker room free balling. So, oh, yeah. So then it doesn't end there. 
He said, it takes a low IQ individual to wear a shirt like this <laughs> in a place like this. And I, and I said, sir, I'm wearing a gym shirt in the gym. <laughs> and he said, I don't care. You're a low IQ individual. Oh. So at this point, I, I thought I was nice enough and I gave enough respect. And in my head, I had a lot of things like kind of it kind of looked like a, a computer like algorithm just like scanning for responses. Right. And I was like, should I be nice? Should I be positive? And he didn't seem like he was acceptable of education. So it wasn't like I was going to like take the time to educate him. Right. So I kind of went off the hip a little bit. And I was just like, sir, fuck you. <laughs> and he said, excuse me. I said, you're, I said, you're a piece of shit. Please leave. Yeah. What? And he said, uh, his eyes blew up, bro. And he's like, I'm going to go tell management. I was like, please do, man. They're going to laugh at you. All right. And then he walked over to management. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go follow him. So I went and followed him and uh, went to the front desk. And I was like, I got to hear this. And they were like, and he said it again. He's like, this, this man's shirt is inappropriate. And the people working kind of looked at me and saw my shirt and had no problem with it. And it was just like, well, sir, we, you know, we can't tell him what to wear. <laughs> yeah and then uh and then he was like he said something like um he said something like uh his shirt's inappropriate he is a low iq and i was like sir fuck you man you don't even know me like, you can't keep saying that yeah and i'm like, like i'm uh, i wonder where you got this talking point from so I, I, we know where you got it from bro yeah i know so then they're just like, yeah, well, uh, you know, you can't tell, you know, you guys, please separate. You know, you, you, we can't tell him what to dress, blah, blah, blah. And then he scurries off. So we thought he leaves the gym. And they're talking to me, trying to console me. They're like, I'm sorry. You know, you don't have a right. He doesn't have a right to tell you what to wear. And, you know, he can't attack you like that. And, you know, I'm just happy you just kept it, you know, level-headed and stuff like that. And I was just trying to explain to him how wild it is that I was minding my business. <laughs> nothing, and nothing to do with homeboy. And someone came over over to me and told me that my shirt's inappropriate and I have a low IQ for wearing it. So I'm simply just reacting to his attack, and that was it. Like you know what I'm saying, like I didn't ask for any of this to happen. Right. So then it was I was like just chilling, waiting for. They were like I trying to identify the guy to like talk to him the next day or whatever. And the mm -hmm. girl was like working there. Was like if it makes you feel better, I get told that my clothes are inappropriate. I was like when. <laughs> And I was like, when at work? And she's like, no, just in general. I was like, well, all right, well, that doesn't make me feel better because, <laughs> like, this is that's that makes no sense. All right, so thanks. I mean, I mean, it, it, I mean, it does happen. So there you go. But okay, but I'm not there to witness it. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> like, what? She was trying to. She was trying to find common ground, <laughs> sir. Yeah, but she threw the ball from way left field. That's what it. Hey, they be like, "Hey, I don't like that skirt." And it's like, "Nigga, I don't know you." Okay, like, what? Shut up. Uh, okay. What, so, happened, what happened to judging people from afar? You know, like right. he, or inside, or inside your head. Like, I, only way I come up to somebody if they shirt says something, if it like it's a white dude and they shirt said "fuck niggas," then I'm like, "Hey, fam, no." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but there's so many options before you approach that guy. Like, exactly. Like, if it was just you know, even you if it was remove like, yourself. Exactly. Even if it was like a Confederate flag shirt, I would see it and in the back of my head be like, all right, fuck this dude, but whatever. I'm going to just steer clear of him. You know what I mean? Keep an eye on him. Dude. He might come up behind me, but like, I'm not about to be 
come up to him like, "Yo, you you got." First of all, that's some wild shit to be like, "Yo, you got a low, you're <laughs> you're a low IQ individual." Like, sir, what? You get stalled on for shit like that, dude. Exactly. Everybody's stupid. On top of so many thing, things, dude, it's like, bro, you know, you being against the shirt that I have that says fuck cancer implies that you support cancer. <laughs> like, of all things, like, I just see you be like, yo, I don't like that it says fuck, but at the same time, it's saying fuck cancer. So you can't even, like, like, how do you, you supposed to be like, yo, that's stupid. Like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Something that has a negative connotation towards a positive message is still a positive message. You know? Right. Like, if I wrote something that I was like, yo, cigarettes are fucking lame. I'm not in the wrong. Right. Like I, maybe right. it's a little brash, but what did he want me to have? A shirt that said cancer is unfortunate? Right, right. And again, it's not like he's wearing it. I can see if you were wearing it at like school or, you know what I mean, at work, maybe they say something. Then I get it. You know what I'm saying? But at the goddamn gym, like, it ain't even like that's a place where there's mad kids. It's the a, fuck? <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. And, this, and I'm just so... I was more put back beside on the fact that it's like, bro, you live in this world, this reality that if something bothers you, you feel it's appropriate to tell that person how much it's bothering you. Right. Instead of changing your fucking business that and (laughs) and changing your reality that you that you don't see my T-shirt. Right. Like, that's crazy, man, to think that. You're the voice of reason for because think of it. I'm in a public, pl- we're in a public place at the gym. So if a dude's like, yo, that shirt's inappropriate, I'm like, says you, I bet you I can get more people to tell you otherwise, but I'm not trying to do all that. I don't need right, to. Right, right. Like, who says you're the voice of this gym? Right. I can understand if I wore this in your house. Exactly. So it was just so wild, man. But even then, it's like, bro, mind your fucking business. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a it- shirt. Again, what happened to judging people from afar, bro? If you want to judge, you can't. Nobody can stop people from judging people. Dude, the uh, fight, like, yeah. judge, if you don't give, a, if you don't like the way I'm dressed or whoever, like that's cool. Keep that shit to yourself because I don't give a fuck. You so, know what I mean? You know. So the fun fact about all this, and then the story doesn't even end, is that I bought that shirt from a personal trainer at a gym. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So, uh, so then I'm in the locker room, just kind of like blown away and i'm like man i'm you know i kind of threw off my workout and i'm like man fuck this dude i'm kind of uptight now whatever i'm on the phone talking to my girl telling her like you know what happened because i'm still in awe and i'm you know at this point talking a little cash money and i'm just like yo this dude's a loser he came up to me out of nowhere like minded his business like you know, we live in this society where people call people snowflakes, and I think that's the biggest prime example of one. Like, yeah, I'll do, most of the time people calling people snowflakes be offended easily as shit. Dude, I, that's why I've just been chilling on politics. Everyone's just hypocrites, right? So then, I'm just like, you know, I'm like, this dude's a loser. Like, he probably lives a horrible life if like that is really like the highlight of his day. And then I just hear a voice go, "I'm gonna stop you. I'm gonna stop you right there." And it was the same dude. He was actually still in the locker room. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, he's actually right here. Man, you got to fight, old boy? Nah. So then it was funny because I was like, sir, you're not going to tell me how to dress and how you gonna, how I can talk on the phone. Like, get out of here. <laughs> so then, like, he's still in the locker room. And I was, like, talking to Joel. I was like, yo, he's a fucking loser. He's probably going to go snitch on me again. So then he walks out the locker room. And I go in the steam room and hot tub area. 
And then I'm just in the hot tub chilling. And then like the managers come back again. Mm. And they're like, hey, was there another altercation? I was like, fellas, is this getting a little much at this point? Like, can we just rewind what everything happened? I'm working out as a customer. Been here every day. Wearing a shirt no every morning, Thousands of times. Doing my shit. A guy approaches me, tells me I have a low IQ. My shirt's inappropriate. Like, I'm just responding to his actions, sir. You know? I'm telling my girlfriend on the phone what this idiot did, and that was the second altercation. And then they're like, all right, man, I know. We're just trying to make sure um, you don't fight the dude. And I was like, fight the dude on a Tuesday at the LA Fitness, man. What does that look like? <laughs> like, why would I do this, man? You got to understand, like, there's some rationale and logic applied on my end. I don't see any on his, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that was Tuesday. I will say it would have been hilarious for the story if you just started scrapping with old dude nah, in man. LA Fitness on a Tuesday. <laughs> you know what, man? Because uh, I hate to say it, but he looked like the type to have a gun on him. And, oh, yeah, dude. I don't and, fuck around with these people here, man. And and shoot and quickly say something like he feared for his life. So Yeah, bro. He'd have he he shot your ass. You know you got that thing on him. Right. You don't know who got that thing on him here. That's why I don't, I don't be out here trying to start shit because I don't got that thing on me. <laughs> Yeah, that's wild shit. Like, crazy. So, yeah, man. uh, Moral of the story is if you see someone wear a t shirt that you don't like, um, fucking who cares, man? It's a t shirt. Like, you know, as long as they're not all up in your face and trying to impose it on you, it's a big world, man. You're going to see shit you don't like. I, I, I saw people wear tank tops that said Hillary for prison, and she's the same woman I vote, voted to be president. You know, so like, All right? I'm not, like, I might see it and I'll judge you, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna I'm go. Not gonna and, like, you. I don't care. You ever, be like, a, hey, you ever been to a? Hey, ever been to? Yeah, sporting event, man. People wear plenty of shit that you don't like. All right, or like, you ever see like somebody got a wild bumper sticker, and you're just like, that's fucked up. And you, I'm not about to pull up next to him and be like, hey. Roll down your window. I got some shit to say to you. I'm like, hey, sir. <laughs> hey, sir. I, I know this shirt that says F cancer offends you, but like a, about a year ago, these dudes were carrying tiki torches, chanting, mm. Jews will not replace us. Right. You think uh, I need to go take everybody's tiki torch out of their lawn? You know, right. like, nah, right. fam. Like, come on, bro. Like, come on. We'll get over it. Th- we'll get through this together, fam. You right. know? On top right. of everything, like, what if I was a cancer survivor, man? Like, how rude would that dude be? <laughs> Obviously, you can't say that because it'd be fucked up. But if you were, that would have been a fire comeback. Like, yeah, I wear this shirt because I survived cancer. Like, dude, I, shut up. He'd just be like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, I have, fa- I, I, I have friends. That, I have friends that have survived cancer. I've had family members I've lost to cancer, you know, fortunately. Right. And, you know, it's a, it's a fight. It's an ongoing fight, dude. So, for me to do my part, the shirt that I bought, the proceeds went to cancer research. Like all of it's a positive, man. Like fuck you, man, sir. Whatever your name is, like I'm going back to that gym, and I'm probably gonna buy more of the t-shirts and just whatever machine he's working out on, I'm gonna work out next to him. Yeah, bro. And, Posit- positively low IQ though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what, I'm what a what a wild bar, bro. To hit somebody with low IQ individual. Like that's not like something like a dumb person says to sound smart. So it's like it's especially it's like man. Also that implies that like I made the shirt. It's like fam. There's like thousands of people that wear that shirt. You know. <coughs> you just can't have a shirt that says "fuck," dude. Come on now. Mm. 
Well, anyway, so yeah, that was Tuesday. Then <clears throat> rest of the week just been chilling. Uh, shout out to HelloFresh, that funny uh, meal prep uh, delivery service, kind of. Wait, hold on. We got a sponsor from them. No, well, no, it's a funny story. So not shouts. No, I wasn't really. No, just shouts to them um, for having a funny interaction. You're supposed to cancel the app after your first free week or whatever, or first fifty percent off. But if you don't cancel in time, it just renews. Oh yeah, that's like everything. So we just got three new boxes just approach every door. <laughs> so. That's the worst when you realize you forgot to cancel some shit. Yeah, but it's. Like, ah. But then like the dopamine of like receiving a little gift or package is there, so you're like, all right. You're at the grocery shop. Yeah. So. There you go. get into some movie reviews what you saw you saw some movie or you want to talk about denver uh yeah man let's feel first of all you know shouts to the buckets for hanging on to us you know we definitely were gone for a week but it was all for positivity um yeah we the bucket hat boys we were wheels up to denver man for our first uh out of town trip and our Mm -hmm. first travel extravaganza and of course man you know like i said shouts to the sponsor sunday scaries they helped me with my flight anxiety with the gummies. Um, we'll get you the link in the, you know what I'm saying, in the socials. But beyond that, how come, you know, Ty, every time I talk about, like, flying anxiety and, like, some bullshit that pops up, something happens, right? Mm-hmm. And our flight got delayed four fucking times, man. Or three times, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, buckets. You're, we were originally supposed to fly out Friday and get there, like, you know, 1030 at night. It'll fly out at like seven from Arizona. But then while I'm at work at like three o'clock, I got a text from the airline saying that the flight was delayed till like 10 o'clock. So we weren't going to get into Denver till like 1 a.m. And I was like, man. Uh, so that kind of nuked our Friday night. Yeah, but even there, I was like 10, whatever. It's cool. We'd be all right. Get in at midnight. Maybe we could go, you know, check out some shit real quick, you know? Right. So then we're chilling. And I get a text that it gets another. Or no, I'm saying my bad. I'm chilling, and Ty's like, "All right, well, I'm gonna head to the airport." He gets to the airport. Um, then he texts me saying, "Like, what the fuck, man? Our flight's delayed another hour." <laughs> and like, they didn't even send it. They didn't even send a notification. Like, I got my my boarding pass, and the chick got the boarding pass, and I was like, "Hey, did you know about the flight delay?" And I was like, "Yeah, uh, ten o'clock." And she was like, "Oh no, the the flight's eleven o'clock now." <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, y'all just playing games now? You just choose when you want? Like, fuck. Right. 
Is the pilot just taking a nap and he just keeps hitting snooze or something? No, bro. He was like, ah, I'm going to take another hour. I'll be all right. So then I was like, man, it's all right. Well, I'm going to get to the airport. And we link up. And, you know, luckily for the, for the first time in a while, I didn't get randomly selected when I was going through the airport security. So that was pretty fun. That happens a lot. Yeah, it does. Um, so I'm happy it didn't happen this time. Didn't slow down much, even though I had plenty of time to kill. And then we're chilling at the airport, and we get the notification that the plane it's on is way. And we're like, oh, shit, cool. We're about to get on this plane soon. But it's delayed another hour. Right. <laughs> and they told us 10 minutes before we thought we were about to board. Right. So it was a very uh, – it was like when somebody canceled, pl- canceled plans on you 10 minutes before you're about to step out. And you in your best <laughs> outfit, man. And you're just like, damn, I was about to kill him. Right. And so, then – on yeah. top of that, when the, the plane actually does get there, they make another announce it, announcement like, oh, yeah, the plane's here, but it's not at this terminal. <laughs> so we had to get up from our comfy seats and dip to the other side. And it's like, bro, what the fuck? They couldn't even figure out where to park. And then, I don't know. Hey, so no shouts to Frontier Airlines. Uh, anybody knows that if you're flying them, it's kind of like a bus on in the air. <laughs> And uh, we sat on these seats that felt like folding chairs at a PTA meeting. Mm-hmm. And the tray tables were equivalent to like a lid on one of those like corner coffee garbage cans that just like you can fit like coffee cups in and that's it. Yeah, I couldn't imagine somebody putting an actual laptop on that. Nothing. The, the seats don't recline. We are talking about like, oh, this first class and the first class are literally just regular economy seats on every other flight and the only thing <laughs> yeah the only thing separating them was just like a like a piece of tape that was just like yeah this is the first class line <laughs> uh and then on top of everything man like we were in the back of the plane so usually you feel more turbulence but you know to me i feel like every little bump is exaggerated because uh you know i don't really like flying like that but even ty will admit right when we got off the air there was like a little twisted and turn that. Oh yeah, we woke some chick up. We were sitting next to her. She was like, she didn't even know she was on a plane. <laughs> yeah, that shit was wild. <laughs> She's like, oh, I didn't think we boarded and stuff. It's like, girl, how- you've been here for a whole fifteen minutes. Mm. That shit did. It swerved in the air. I thought we were about to do a uh, one of those like backflips, like them when the fucking fighter jets like spinning around in the air to do the the whole like turnover. I was right. like, oh shit, what the fuck. And that was enough for me to reach in my bag and eat a couple more Xanaxes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you know, I'm going to take another one. <laughs> Bro, I don't fuck with flying. And that's what I'm saying, man. But anyway, the plane should just go up, go, you know, along the clouds or whatever, and then down, and that's it. That's all it should be. It should be a smooth ride every time. Anyway, um, so, yeah, we landed at 4 in the morning and finally get into, uh, you know, Denver. We take an Uber. It was about, like, 30 minutes from the airport we get in shouts to my cousin shouts to jake burr, burr, burr. Yeah. Uh, we got uh he let us in the apartment at like five in the morning which was i was glad because it was funny because throughout all the conversations we had leading up to the trip i didn't have his address because he was planning on picking us up <laughs> so when the flight kept getting delayed he didn't answer his phone i was like fuck i don't even know how we're gonna get to his place mm-hmm. so i didn't want to tell you because you're gonna be like you don't have his address oh yeah dude i would have spat <laughs> I kept asking you, like, yo, we feel good to get a ride? You're like, yeah, we good. And as soon as we got down, you're like, yeah, we're going to take an Uber. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like, I mean, I don't blame him because it's late. But... Well, yeah, I was thinking, and then I was gonna make him drive like that at four in the morning. Right. I wouldn't do it too, you know. That's funny. I'd have been like, you don't even got this man's address. We in this, we in this place. We don't even know. I mean, like, you just tell the Uber driver, like, yo, just take us downtown, dog. We'll figure it out. You're like, wait a minute. This is a hotel. I'm like, yeah, you got any reward points? <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, we finally get in. And, uh, yeah, shouts to the first ever bucket up sleepover, bro. Um, we pretty much just, you know, got then got in, smoked some weed. Because it's legal in uh, Colorado. Like, it should be. Mm. And uh, just fell asleep. And um, that was that. There you go. And then, I mean, that wasn't the whole trip. No, no, that, that was, was Friday. I was insane. Saturday. I feel like everybody who knows about Frontier is like, yeah, yeah, that's Frontier every time. You know, shouts to Tribe. Tribe tried to tell me that, you know, he didn't, he never has a problem on Frontier, but it's kind of, you kind of know what you're getting into. Yeah, Trav is always that dude that's like, nah, man, he goes against the, you know, the joke. So, right. You, you, know, can't, you can't, but you can't like, Hop on a Greyhound bus and just expect it not to be dirty. It just kind of is what it is, you know? Yeah, it was trash, but whatever, man. Like, flying <laughs> used to be a good experience. Now it sucks. It used to be fun. used to, like, look forward to it. Now it's, like, really a hassle. Well, I mean, as a, you know, as Team Thick Boy, you know, I, you know, I already have problems with the, just the flight because everything is, like, so condensed and shit. Like, normal people aren't comfortable on planes. So imagine how, like, bigger people feel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like I was sitting, you know, I gotta sit on the aisle because like middle seat, I don't want to be like elbowing everybody, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I, when I'm in the aisle, I'm always getting smacked by the flight attendant's ass or hip bone, just checking me the whole time. Mm. Yeah, bro, I don't, I don't know what flight I was on. I think it was me and Katie. I think we were going home, and like the the flight attendant. At, like, I was trying to sleep, and her ass slapped me, like, three times. I'm like, God damn, man. You're playing games. Well, hey, speaking of flight attendants, I got smoke myself. I don't like, you know, I, I usually don't drink. But when I'm on a plane, bro, I like to get drunk because that kind of levels out my anxiety as well. I don't because that shit's overpriced. But, yeah. It's very expensive. You're right. But you you can't really sneak shit on like that. So, it's right, hard. Right, right, So, uh... I was asking for the two of those little shooter bottles and I was just going to chug them real quick with Diet Coke as a chaser. And the lady went to go hand me a cup and I said, no cup, no thank you. And she said, well, you can't take the bottles with you. And I said, I know, I mean, but what do you mean? And she's <laughs> like, well, well, you can't, you know, you can't take those off the plane. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to drink them now and use this as a chaser. Right, yeah, I had to explain that. He was like, I think he was going to just drink them like, and, and she- then chase after them. And she goes, well, you're a weird one. <laughs> I was like, listen, lady, I don't, I'm, it's too late for the smoke, okay? We just went through four like, flight delays. Just give me the bottles, all right? Like, yo, just swipe my card, man. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not, like, I even looked at Ty, like, this is the type of shit I get into, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, it just, I don't know why this happened to you. Just try, like, it wasn't normal. Like, I was thrown, because you did, in her defense, this, and you know, this is where it's like, there's three sides of every story, whatever the hell. Um, you did ask you like, let me get a rum and coke, and so I thought, and I'm sure she thought too, that you were ordering like the drink, rum and coke. You know what I mean? But because it's on the airplane, you know what I'm saying? They they just give you they give you like the the tools to make it instead of just making the rum and coke for you. That's fine, but right. also also I but then you you, you shoot away the cup, and that's when she's like, wait, what? 
Okay, that's fine if she was making it for me, though. But the fact that she'd be handing me those items regardless, I think just saying rum and coke was easier than explaining. Can I have the two bottles and the coke? Don't bring me the cup. Like It it was shortened and expressed on my end. No, no, I get it. I get it on both sides. I just see where the the confusion came at first. But I don't know why she went to the whole, you're a weird one. Like, uh, people take shots of alcohol literally all the time. Yeah, too many. That's really what those bottles are for. (laughs) So, people give me the smoke, Ty. I don't know what it is, but regardless, you know, they they out here give me the smoke. Yeah, so then Saturday we woke up. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Saturday we woke up on short rest, obviously. And shout out to Lance Mijadas and Turned Up TV, Colorado's number one show. They had us in on a lovely Saturday. We brought down, we walked amongst all these other dogs because there was a dog festival going on, which was, mm-hmm. you know, speaking, it's like, it's like the Colorado gods knew we were coming. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, so we're in, we do the interview, which is an awesome interview. Uh, you know, if you haven't seen it yet, it's all over our socials. So please check it out. Right. Um, and then after that, man, we got some, you know, some food at a local spot called what Sam's Number Three, and uh, Ty can talk fire. About well, yeah, what did you? What food did you get again? Oh, the I burrito. I got some crazy burrito that was like green chili, which is like what Colorado's food that they're known for. I think I think them in in New Mexico got a little few thing going because they both do a green chili, but I never had. I don't know if I I've been in New Mexico. I never had a green chili. But, you know, it was green chili, mac and cheese, chorizo in there, uh, tater tots, and this big-ass burrito. And I'm like, oh, my God. They couldn't even wrap it all the way. That's how big it was. Um, Shouts to the waitress. She was mad cool. We were talking about how we couldn't nail. I couldn't nail down where she was from because she she sounded hood. She was a white girl. She looked kind of hipster. She sounded like she was hood, like a little hood, also a little southern little bit of Rhode Island in that bitch. I ain't even know where, you know what I'm saying? We couldn't place it, but she was from Cincinnati, so. Yeah. <laughs> wild card. We're random as hell, but that place was fine. The menu's like, what, seven, eight pages long? Something but it's like not that. It's not trash like uh, like the Cheesecake Factory where they got 20-page menu where everything's mediocre. Right. Um, right, right. So everything was fire. Um, What did you end up? You got a cinnamon bun. I know that for sure. Uh, they have some good coffee selection. Yeah, giant cinnamon yeah, bone ice cream on it. Yeah, and then I had a a chicken sandwich like that Oof. was like dipped in hot sauce. And uh, the funny part was, then Lance was like, "Yo, my 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 parking meter is running out, so I'm gonna go dip." And we're like, "All right, cool," you know. And he we thought that he paid his own part. And then when the waitress came back, they came back with the 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 total, and his food was still on it. <laughs> and we're like. Yo, did he just dip on us? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it was corrected, and she actually he did pay for his part. So shouts to Lance because mm-hmm. we were about to jump him when we saw him again. We were like, hey, bro, you dipped out on the bill, fam. I'm like, damn. Um, yeah. We came all the way to Colorado for you to get some cheese curds on us. <laughs> <laughs> just dip on us with some cheese curds. Um, but yeah, no, that was cool. The food was cool. We didn't hit up as many breweries as we as you know I would have liked. You know, I'm I'm out to I'm out to beer, but we hit up a couple of places. Went to a mini brewery. The mini brewery. Um, went to we got some sushi out there, which is random because 
I don't know why we'd assume they sushi would be better, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> it wasn't that good either. So yeah. I, I apologize for that. Hey, he's one of the sushi. Um, the art in the city were was amazing. I liked how they did everything. The graffiti looked like everybody commissioned it, so it was like really, really nice and preserved. The weather um, itself kind of felt like Arizona, like just kind of mountainous and you know, like not dry. It was dry. Like I didn't really feel hum, you know, humidity. Yeah, it wasn't, like, it, wasn't, it wasn't very humid. It was. It got hot one. I think Sunday it was pretty hot. It rained really heavy on Saturday, which was really cool because it hasn't rained a lot in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um. Then yeah, was, yeah. So then yeah, we, we banged out the interview, which <laughs> I'm sure. I'm not sure when the when the podcast will or won't drop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we did an interview and a podcast. So hopefully we'll we'll link y'all to that. Um, but yeah, we did that. Then we went to open mic night <laughs> as special guest MCs. Man, shouts to shouts to Lance. He kind of had us on, which was funny. He kept throwing the mic in our face whenever we were off guard. Yeah, like I'm out here eating out of my man. He pops up. I'm like, oh, boo, boo, boo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, buck it up, fam. Uh, we got a. It was cool though. We got a shout out to him, man, because we got a pretty big chair the first time. Uh, you know, he shouted us out, and I'm sure nobody knew exactly who we were at first, but they were showing love, so I appreciate. Yeah, it. well, I will say it was enough people to make me kind of feel like, oh, that was cool. I want that yeah. again. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And uh, yeah, so shouts to everyone that turned up. Um, there were some great artists. Shouts to Cisco the Nomad. Shouts to Graybeard. Shouts to uh, Jr. Tycoon. Yeah. They were doing that thing, man. Um after uh money, she didn't uh she didn't rap, but she was chilling with us the whole time. And uh you know what I'm saying, she was hanging out while we were enjoying the show. She seemed pretty cool. We were at a sushi spot that the open mic night was at and they were started serving edamame around, so that was fire. Mm-hmm. I was going around networking, making meeting people. Um yeah, so it was cool to be in the building, man. Uh everyone was all love. Um you know, I, I usually don't drink, but I was having some beers left and right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, it was all fire, man. There were some great artists, not so, some some not so great artists, but that's the beauty of open mic nights, man. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, have you ever been to one before, bro? Like uh, comedy or anything like that before? No, nah, comedy was probably crazy. I would like to go to one of those. Oh, you haven't so, been to one? I've never been to a com- I've been to a comedy show. I've never been to a comedy open mic. Those are wild because you never know what you're gonna get. You know, uh, you might get some real trash, and then you're like, "Whoa, oof!" I then, will, yeah. Um, I think I may have been to like, you know, like one that was kind of more like indie rock or something. Like I've been like in Rochester, where I'm from, there'd be like a downtown thing, and they'd have like bands and shit like come and jam out. And I think I've been to like it like that, but nothing, nothing like this. This thorough, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I've been to a couple where people just like sign up on the spot. They're not even like that's crazy pre checked. And there was a <laughs> I went to a place that it was an open mic night, comedian night, but it was also a wing spot. So like <laughs> you know, half the audience was there just to enjoy food, and the other half was kind of there for the wing spot. Or, I'm right. sorry for the open mic night. That's crazy. So me and my boy Patty were there just for the wings, right? And for some reason, there was this comedian on stage that just kept bombing. And first, he just kept using me as a reference point, trying to heckle me. Oh, well, you, but you weren't like doing anything to him. He just like no. did it out of nowhere. So he was just like, yeah. So then I was like the guy in the blue in, in the back, you know, and I would turn around and be like, bro, I'm eating wings. Like, 
like pick somebody else you know yeah. he's like yeah so then the guy in the blue was like over there and i was like fam again pick somebody else <laughs> like <laughs> so just as much as there's people that heckle the crowd there's some comedians that uh facepalm and then they start heckling yeah they try to get off on somebody in the front so i'm like i don't know if i could ever be at a comedy show and sit right in the front because they do be picking sometimes they just they're picking them like and they just start asking them questions and they'll try to get a joke off to get their rhythm back right you know what i mean so like, nope. yeah so then at the end of the open mic man there was some people that were like you know dying to get on stage uh in denver and some of them were you know you could tell they were you know they were coming they they had a lot of work to do you know we're not here to judge because i don't think i could rap in front of people no and freestyling's hard so i can't you know i can't be like you know judging too much but i'm like bro don't if you can't really freestyle don't come to the open mic night yeah try to freestyle bro like it's just not about to work out so then it was funny because some people sadly were you know waited to the end and you know usually at the end of an open mic night people trail off and leave mm-hmm. so there were some dudes that were just like rapping in front of like two people and it's like you don't want to be rude and like go away you know so right. you kind of just sit there and watch but you know oh well you give them enough credit for trying it out they deserve enough you know they deserve some sort of recognition for at least writing the songs and right you know performing them at any level right so shouts to all them that went on and put on a show for us and yeah it was cool to be in the building and shouts to lance for having us and then after the event, um, we went and got some more diner food. Brum, brum, brum. Mm-hmm. More, we got more green chili. Yeah, we got more green chili up. soup. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it was, it was cool. It's popping downtown. We were on our way back from the diner, and it was like so many people out. Granted, I guess there was some EDM festival happening that weekend. So I never went got, down because it rained. Yeah, it rained and two stages collapsed. I'm like, bro, what are the stages made out of paper mache? Like, how the fuck? <laughs> like, how the fuck you mean a what do you mean a, a stage collapse, bro? Like they didn't prepare for rain. They were just like, oh shit, we forgot that could happen. Right. Isn't any like this shit where it's like everybody's jumping up and down? Like they didn't have strong stages. <laughs> oh, and I heard that the whole um that the the what's that called? The rave hood? The ravey hood, the rave hood. Oh yeah, the scarf. The, yeah, I heard about this scarf. I heard it got debunked, though. I heard the scarf, the people that are doing that are culture vultures. And the main reason there was the scarf was because it was originated at Coachella because there's mad dirt and rocks. So people put it around their mouths so they wouldn't breathe in the dirt and rocks. Mm. And now the EDM people are trying to take it and just say it's theirs. Whoa. I guess we got to start from the front. So I was somewhere, uh, you know, at somebody's house chilling and people it was like one of those it's one of those places where you know like some people have those houses where mad people come over out of the blue and nobody not everybody knows each other but y'all there you know yeah it's happened to me a lot right so i'm I'm chilling and all these people come over and they're dressed wild because they're going to a rave later and you know i was with the homies the friends and and, you know a lot of people would come in they had these long scarves they looked like they were like you know arabic in nature like how they how they were made and shit and we're like yo what's up with the scarves and they were like oh it's for it's for raves and doing molly because apparently they're like when they do the molly they want to use the scarf they can like you know hide their face or put it over their head to kind of feel safe at certain points at the rave and so you know when i saw somebody 
on the plane with the scarf. I was like, oh, he got one of those Rave Molly scarves. And I'm telling Jesse, and he's like, what? <laughs> and so now, who told you that? They're, they they basically gentrified it. Uh, my roommate that goes to some of those events. Ah, so he he's a Coachella head, and he was like, nah, they posers, bro. Yeah, I think he's not a Coachella head. I think he also is from a distance, but he has friends that are Coachella heads, and that was mm-hmm. like, you know, that's kind of what the intel was. The, the thing that's funny to me, though, is that everybody at Coachella is culture vultures. <laughs> oh, dude, for sure. I'm not with any of it. You know, you show up, you have to have a, you know, a bandana and stuff. Right. Like, I don't. There's some new trend every year at Coachella that somebody stole from somebody else. Everybody's also at this point, like there was a there was a point in time where Coachella was like actually just cool, and like even though I was I would say the acts have gotten better, it just become a different thing. But it was like indie bands and people went to actually have fun with their weird white people shit, chilling in yurts and whatnot and doing drugs or whatever the hell. Right like now, it's definitely more so people going to flex on people. That's what it is. And like you're going to flex with your parents paying for your ticket. Yeah. So Thanks for saying your own payment plans. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, bring your whole life online for a weekend in India, California. I don't even want to, I'm not gonna put somebody specifically on blast, like name them out. But I know of somebody I used to work with who went to Coachella like right after she like quit our job and then she put it on Instagram that (laughs) that she got fired from her other job for going to Coachella because she already had tickets. And I'm like, bro, that's wild. <laughs> like, and it's like, bro, why would you even be wasting the money to go? Yeah. If you were broke, but you know, you got the payment plans. I feel like if you don't, if you payment plan anything that's supposed to be like recreational, you're probably doing your life wrong. Right. If that's a thousand percent right. If you can't afford it and you have to pay monthly for it, like, unless it's something that you can use every day, like a car or something. Yeah. Like, nah, it's not worth it, G. Right, like, oh, I got this. I got this year pass at Disneyland. I'm paying payments on it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like no, the, the I don't know. Of, maybe you could have just went a couple times, bro. You didn't have to do all that. The amount of money you could put towards that is the effort you could be towards building a brand and be one of the celebrities that then headline at Coachella. Whoa. Oh yeah, or it makes money like because every all them influencers probably make money just being there. And then they can just do the fucking ads that they get all their money from. So they, they make their money back. Right. So that was Saturday night in Denver. Nah. So, <laughs> yeah. So Saturday night in Denver was lit. And then Sunday was rather chill, man. We, um, woke, you know, slept in a little bit, woke up. Um, we met up with Lance one more time. And you guys got to go to this, like, little mini brewery. Um, got a couple of beers. Then we went back towards Rhino, which was the art district where my cousin lived. And uh, we just kind of kicked it some more in his chill apartment. Um, you got, We got some ice cream. Motherfucker, ice cream? What else? Uh, <laughs> Try the, the mid-sushi. Yeah, we got some mid-6 out of 10 sushi. Chilling and, riding around in the rafter. And then it was enough time just to get back to the airport. And luckily, knock on wood, our flight was not delayed. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. Like, it was there, but then apparently there was somebody stuck in a spot, so it took a little bit to board, but it was cool. Right. I mean, I think by now, if you ever take it from us, if you're ever going on a plane, just it's never going to be on time. Like, literally, right. never. <laughs> like, yeah. never. Right. That's why, I like, sometimes when your layover is, like, like, super quick, it's like an hour, and people, like, you know, 
Katie would be with me and she can't help it because she got anxiety, but she'd be stressing out about like the layout. And I'm like, ah, we'll probably be fine. These shits never take off on time. Yeah, they never do. Yeah. And they wait for you. Yeah, we had somebody we had to wait for it too. They were calling out their name. They do the whole head count shit. Like they don't really be leaving people that often. Right. You gotta be dumb late. Like home alone running to the gate late. Yeah, so you know that was all cool. We got back. I was able to see some movies. You see any movies? Well, I got to see Lion King last night, and you know I kind of dragged Joelle to see it because she's not into those type movies. She thinks they make her sad, and I just you know I was looking forward to it. I, I thought the voiceover actors were the actors were going to be really cool to play the voices. Mm-hmm. I mean, John Oliver did a really good job with Zazu. He was really funny. Um, you know, like Timon and Pumba. Pumba was hilarious with Seth Rogen. I don't even know the actor that played Timon. Yeah, uh, Billy Eichner. I thought they were both good. Uh, okay, yeah, they both were good. They're really funny. Um, and I have a bitch ass uncle like Scar anyway. So I mean, <laughs> the movie's kind of relatable on all ass facets. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, nah, it was kind of whack. Is the singing the animals didn't really match up to the singing, mm-hmm. and it kind of just looked like Animal Planet with like voices in the background. I can see that. Um, but you, you yeah, see, you see the Jungle Book. Did you feel the same way about the Jungle Book? I didn't see the Jungle Book. I love the original, obviously. Um, mm. But it was funny about uh, like <laughs> I was kind of I agreed with you somewhat about you saying that Scar didn't really have much of a plan. Uh, nah, he just was kind of just like, hey, I'm a I'm gonna get it by default. But you kind of think he was winging it the whole time because he was just like, oh, I'm gonna send the prince over there see if the hyenas might kill him, and then they didn't because Mufasa showed up. He was like, hey, I sent these those kids y'all away. I couldn't eat them kids. And they're like, why won't we just eat you? And he's like, yo, you already had this shit set up with them already? Like, you know what I'm saying? But and he well, tried to then he convinced them, but you know, he didn't have any plan in motion. They were they and they end up just fucking up the whole like uh desert region that they all lived in, or uh, the savannah, what do you call it? I guess you would call it in Africa. The Pride Lands or whatever. Pride Land. Yeah, they fucked that. They had that shit barren and shit in like like how long it take a line to grow, you think? Like two, three years? <clears throat> uh yeah, probably something like that. All right. So two, three years, they ate all the goddamn food. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And then like I mean, I think it was kind of cool that he, you know, he linked up with the hyenas and was like, yo, if I could rule, I'll let y'all I'll let y'all you guys rock too. Um, all right. You know, kind of enslave the lions or whatever, but I don't know. The acting was kind of like Simba was kind of a bitch to be real. He was just like, 
That's how he is in the original. In the original, everything was like beat for beat the same. That was I, yeah. You accepted though in the regular because he like you kind of you see him as a little kid. Like in this, you're like, yo, this dude's a real lion. <laughs> and you're just chilling. But like, you, I mean, you think about it like this though. If it was an actual lion that was never eat, like basically never really ate meat like that since he was a kid. Like he just out here chilling with the other animals, not even doing lion shit. You know what I'm saying? Eating bugs and shit. Like, yeah, he's gonna be a little, you know, he not he not he don't want to smoke as much, you know. Yeah, I mean, has he been chilling for a minute? Nature over nurture, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, fuck Scar, man, bitch. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> he's just like, oh, I'm jealous. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is whack. I'm gonna kill my brother. Type mm-hmm. shit. But nah, it wasn't good, man. Um, so what, what was your main problem? It just wasn't just like the they couldn't emote because I, I think that's what a lot of people felt like they couldn't emote the the animals. Yeah, and like I had a, I was trying to have like a, I was having a struggle with myself about like how how mad I was about how many kids were in the theater, and I was like, <laughs> I get it that like it's for the kids because it's Lion King, but then at the same right. time, I'm like they do try to appeal it so much to the adults, like. Oh, look how many actors we have. Like, the kids don't know about that. Right. And also, the adults are there for the nostalgia. So, I'm kind of like, man, there should be, like, a separate, like, um, kids' room for the kids to watch it. And <laughs> the adults can watch it. And, like, Every time I see a kids' movie, I say to Katie, I'm like, some I hear some kid wild out, and I'm like, who brings their kids to the movies? Right. <laughs> In the middle of fucking Incredibles 2. Right. You know what I mean? But it's like, I get it. It's for the kids. Um, sure. it, it's like they try to do the the do. It's like with Toy Story Four. They're doing the dual thing. Like they want they want the people who are nostalgic, but they also want the people who want to introduce the kids to these characters. You know. Yeah, that's um, fine. But I didn't. It wasn't that good though. And I was like, all right. So the next time they remaster something like this, I'm just gonna wait till it's on DVD or whatever or yeah. Netflix. There you go. I I was talking about it yesterday with Trav, but I was saying like I feel like they were kind of. It's weird to say that they're it's in they're in like a damn if you do, damn if you don't kind of situation with these remakes because either they remake them and they're like exactly the same as the first mo- the animated movies and people are, the complaint that people are gonna give them is oh it was literally exactly the same like there was no point just beat for beat it was just kind of there or if they change shit people are gonna get mad that they took out parts of the original that they loved like so with Mulan they're not doing Mushu and they're not gonna do uh. Shang. So I already heard people complaining about not having Mushu in the live action one, and I'm like, well, I'm actually excited for that one because at least it'll be different than the actual like movie that I already saw as a kid. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I want to see it in a different way, but people are gonna complain about that, and so it's like Disney can't really win completely with both of them. But at the same time, literally all of these remakes, like Aladdin made a billion. This Lion King's about to make a billion. All these movies are about to make money, so it literally does not matter. Right. So I mean, our opinions don't matter. Just like because yeah, people are gonna go see them, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they got my money, you know. Yeah, they got my money. They got a lot of other people's money just to see. Even if it, like, even though it didn't even get that much praise, like it just people are still were like, "Fuck it, I'm going to see it." Because that a lot of times that don't even be matter. Right, so whatever it was cool. I mean, there was some part like Pumbaa was really funny. Like Seth Rogen was really funny. Uh, perfect, mm-hmm. perfect voiceover for that. Um, I thought the Akuna Matata was part funny when he was like, 
Uh, there's no worries, you know, Hakuna Matata, but <laughs> mm, yeah. that's it. But uh, yeah, worry about you. Uh, what about you? Yeah, like the you know, it's cool. Like I thought it was just there. That's how that's where I was on it. Um, I didn't like Beyonce's voice in it a little, like a little bit. The yeah. singing was cool. Uh, Donald, I love Donald. I'm a Donald Glover fan, even though I'd be mad at him for not making actual music. Uh, his voice acting is fine. His singing obviously is not up to par with Beyonce, because you know that just is what it is. But you know, uh, the the album that they dropped, the Beyonce one that went along with the movie, was fire for sure. The um, soundtrack or whatever. Yeah, well, it wasn't. It was like you know how uh, Kendrick did like music inspired by Black Panther. It was basically that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and that was cool. Had a lot of features, some good songs on there. But yeah, it was like I said, it was just, it was just there, and that's how I figured it was gonna be. Once all the reviews came out and they said they couldn't emote, and I'm like, ah, they just did the same thing, and that's cool because they're gonna still make money, so it's whatever. Other people enjoyed it a lot. I figured it was like if you really liked Aladdin, you're gonna like this song, this movie too. And when I saw Aladdin, I was like, yeah, this is cool. And so I watched Lion King, I was like, yeah, this is cool. And that's pretty much where I'm at on those. Did they add to the script at all, or is it the same words and everything? Are we talking Lion King or Aladdin? Lion King. No, I don't. I don't think they really changed anything. Huh. And then Aladdin, they added like one song, one part, and that part they added felt a little weird. Mm. So, um, yeah. did you see any movies? Yeah, I saw a couple um, before this weekend. Me and Katie went to the movie Tuesday, I think. Yeah, after because at the half day, uh, we saw the movie Crawl. You know, movie that is no. So crawl is this movie where this girl is on uh, Florida, the Florida swimming team, and her family is in Florida. Um, and you know, she find they find she finds out that there's a hurricane, a Category Five hurricane coming their way. But she thought everybody thought that they were gonna it was gonna miss them, so they didn't evacuate. But her sister calls her, whatever. Uh, and tells her that she can't get a hold of their dad. Um, and she's like, oh, I guess, I don't know. I guess, you know, I'm not trying to give away too much of the movie, but I guess her and her dad um, relationship was a little strained or something like that. But she wanted to go check on her dad. And pretty much what happens is uh, her dad was in the basement of their like house that they were trying to sell, and he got attacked by uh, an alligator, which is, you know, something that can happen in Florida because Florida is wild. Yeah. WCF <laughs> stands for what the Florida. Uh, yeah. And well, that happened. She finds them in the in the basement, but there's gators there. And then while the hurt and obviously the hurricane, you know, you know, exacerbates the situation because now the house is starting to flood with the fucking alligators. And it's basically like them trying to get out. So. I've tried to so I one I must press I actually really enjoyed the movie. Um, Katie thought it was gonna be stupid, and then when she, we saw it, she was like, "That was actually a really good movie." So a lot of people say that like it's such a stupid. People were trying to tell me it was a stupid concept, but I'm like, it's Florida. Hurricanes literally hit them all the time. There's one that hit them last year. Instead of alligators, and two alligators live there. Like this is an actual thing. People they're like, why wouldn't they just evacuate? And it's like people don't evacuate. Literally all the time because one they get looted, and two a lot of times they feel like they can ride it out. You know what I mean? I, me personally, obviously I'd fucking evacuate. I just wouldn't live somewhere where there's hurricanes. Yeah, I, I, one I would never live in Florida, so you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But if I live somewhere where it's hurt, I wouldn't probably want to fuck anywhere it's hurricane. But even then, if I did, and it was like, because I would think 
you know how Sandy hit New Jersey. A lot of people don't think of New Jersey as a place that's about to get smacked by a hurricane. So like if it comes, I'm dipping. You know what I mean? But I know a lot of people, some people can't afford to do that. You know what I'm saying? And so to me, I'm like, it's a little crazy, but at the same time, I can see this literally happening in Florida. We could easily get a news report that somebody was in a hurricane and got eaten by an alligator, right? Yeah. You could see that happening. So I'm like, that's a that premise made sense to me. And it was like, you know, the the people are now in this movie, they're getting fucked up by these alligators. I'm not gonna front to you. They are getting fucked up. I gotta watch, <laughs> I gotta watch that. I feel like it'd probably be a good movie for you to watch high. And like, yo, these people really like they avoiding them sometimes, but they motherfuckers getting fucked up by these alligators. Man, um, that'd be a bad way to go out, bro. If I if an alligator ate me, I want him to eat my like head first or some shit. <laughs> but that's the thing that sucks too, because it's like the alligators weren't really like tr- like it's like how sharks are when they attack humans. They don't normally hu- eat humans, so I don't even think we taste good to them. But it's like an instinctual thing to to hunt in the water. You know what I mean? So if they feel you or they hear you in the water, they're gonna hunt you. Yeah, they break don't they like break all your bones so you drown and then they fucking eat you? I don't know, but either way, they like taste you first. And a lot of times they don't even really want to eat you, but they the the hunting is instinctual. So they just they're just biting and then once they taste it, they're like, oh okay, and then they dip. But like they don't they don't they're they're not like that smart. So they're gonna keep hunting, you know what I mean? Same with the logic of like, remember they're saying about herbivores and uh, carnivores and dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Like an herbivore dinosaur would still eat meat; they just wouldn't like it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, exactly. They're, like they, by the time they were done eating it, they would just be like, "All right, I didn't like that." They'd still eat everything in sight. Right, exactly. So, uh, that's pretty much what it was. They're in the water; the alligators are there, so they get attacked by them, and. And it just goes through them going to the house. There's a dog in the movie that was giving me mad anxiety. I'm like, if this fucking dog dies. Um, but yeah, no, it was a good movie. It, definitely a surprise. I don't think it made a shit ton at the box office. But definitely check it out. If you ever seen the movie uh, Don't Breathe, I think it's the same director. Um, so I don't know. If, for whoever, you know, fuck with movies like that, definitely check it out. It, it, it's definitely better than, like, the other movies that are, like, animal related like fucking anaconda or what's another movie where there's a bunch of like where people die from animals eight-legged freaks was stupid deep blue sea with the sharks yeah <laughs> i always think of samuel jackson like snakes on a plane blue sea, a shark ate me a motherfucking shark ate me deep blue sea yeah or not deep blue sea i was it called that eight snakes on a plane snakes on a plane which is also a dumb premise but you just like it because of samuel um jaws is the original i guess People like those, even though they look absurd now. All um, right. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. Planet of the uh, Apes, kind of. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of a sci-fi though, kind of. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I would say it's up to it's it's a high. It's probably up there with Jaws, I guess, in terms of being good. But I mean, nobody, it's not gonna get the same reverence because like people don't fuck with those movies like that anymore. Um. But I'm me. I'm like I like the shit that is like scary and suspenseful and that could actually happened um that the other movie that i saw did you see any other movies or no you just saw lion king just lion king and then yeah mm-hmm. stuber was the last one we talked about that one sucked though yeah 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 so i saw uh once upon a time in hollywood the the ninth film from 
Quentin Tarantino, which is, you know, which is a big deal, I guess, because he said he was only going to make 10 films and then retire. Oh, I didn't know that was out already. Yeah, it came out. It came out this weekend. Um, I saw it Thursday. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything because that's literally a big part of the movie, which sounds dumb for a movie that's pretty much based on something in the past, right? Right. It's like, don't but, tell me what happened to Titanic. <laughs> but so the movie is supposed to be about the movie is about basically the the Marilyn, not the Marilyn Manson. That's funny. The Manson, what's his name? Charles Manson, murder, like his cults and stuff like that is a part of the movie and then you know has sharon tate who got who was you know famously murdered in the 70s or i guess this is the 69 i think it was murdered by that cult uh, when she was pregnant um so like they're in the movie but the the bulk of the movie is about uh leonardo dicaprio's character who's basically an actor who's kind of becoming a has-been like he's, he's seeing his his movie career kind of go down the drain and he's trying to like grasp at getting it back, and then you know his stuntman's with him, uh, who's played by Brad Pitt, and you know it kind of goes through most of the movie is literally going through that, and then you got to think about have you you fuck with Quentin Tarantino? Um, I thought uh, Pulp Fiction was cool. You didn't see anything else like Django and Glorious Bastards. I saw um, both of those. Yeah, they're all right. I mean, they're not. I'm not like dying to see them. I don't know. I, I fuck with Django heavy. I'm a big I'm a big Quentin Tarantino. I like Kill Bill, Kill Bill Two, um, but he obviously the the shit with him is, you know, one he's like a he's like a a film snob, so he like shoots everything in thirty five millimeter film, which is crazy. If anybody knows about editing, like it's super hard to edit with actual film because you got to like make the cuts on the film to edit the scenes, and it's like you sure this is where you want to make that cut, my guy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because you can't really, you can't put that shit back together. <laughs> um, so, like, he does it, like, because he's a super purist, I guess. Um, but also, like, the way that he shoots, like, violence is cartoonish in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but if, you, if you've if seen Inglorious Bastards and, like, how in the movie it's, like, it's based on World War II, but, like, not really, like, because obviously they swerve on a lot of shit. Um, that's pretty much, like, that's the theme of a lot of his movies is like alternate history. So, I mean, I would think, you know, that might be, that's like kind of a part of what this, this shit is. I didn't, I didn't go back. I all oh, know. I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was good. And I like the way that they did this story because I, I think it didn't like shine a light on uh, Charles Manson. Like I feel like recently in our culture, we've been, very weirdly obsessed with serial killers and like giving them shine. Like, yeah. I, why the fuck do we need a Ted Bundy movie? You know what I mean? We didn't need that shit. Yeah. And you know what I mean? I, I don't care about those people. I don't need to hear more about them. That's why these people do those crazy things. And that's like incentivizing other crazy people to do crazy shit so they can become infamous. You know what I mean? Right. That's why I was saying with the people that are hateful on uh, like po- politics and shit and they get nothing but like cloud on the internet. I'm like, dude, right. I'm picking these people up. Exactly. Um, so I, I I enjoyed the way that he did it. I thought the movie was pretty good. Uh, I would definitely check it out, and I give it. I give Crawl four out of five bucket hats, and then I'll give I'll give uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood like four and a half out of five bucket hats. Um, I don't know where I'd rank it in my Quentin Tarantino movies. Probably somewhere in the middle. Um, definitely better than Hateful Eight, um, but like not as good as Kill Bill one and two to me or. Or you know, Pulp Fiction or, or Django, but it's like it's a solid movie. All the movies are pretty decent. 
So I'm wondering what he's going to do for his 10th one and then retire or whatever. Although I heard it, I, I like the joke that he likes just like shoehorning the N-word in movies, which is like problematic, but like funny on the internet. But there was no there was no N word in this movie, so there you go. Well, because the main characters are what Leo. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. But hey, Leo was saying that shit in Yango, but it made sense, obviously. Right, it was a little different, but yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know what the next movie will be that I want to see. I'm excited for TV shows to come out. You know, I know you're off of it, but I'm excited for Power to come back. I'm excited for BoJack Horseman to come back. I gotta catch up on a lot of shows before, cause we about to hit that season. September is when we hit the season of uh, everything flooding back, and then I'm like, oh shit, I ain't even catch up on these. I like I'm not caught up on Handmaid's Tale. Not I haven't finished Big Little Lies. Like I'm only caught up on Euphoria right now. Yeah, which comes out a new episode tonight too. So shouts to that. Um, we could have been doing recaps of that, but you know that's a little much. That show, yeah, watch it. And also we. On the way to the flight, we realized Jesse hasn't been paying attention. No, <laughs> I've been paying full attention. That shit's just been flying way over my head. Because... You didn't even you didn't even know that uh that um Jews was transgender, bro. Yeah, I don't they don't make that, <laughs> they, they don't make that clear. But I feel like they did, but you just was like, ah. Up for debate. Let other people say <laughs> other than that, man, I think we've arrived. <laughs> Songs of the week. Let's go. All right, man. So we were talking about the plane anxiety, the flight anxiety, uh, you know, the weird smoke from the flight attendant. So we're going with Wiz Khalifa, this plane. Oh, nice. I was actually listening to um, Cabin Fever because he put it on streaming. He put Cabin and Cabin Fever and Cabin Fever 2 on streaming not too recently, and they still bang. So, yeah, big, big fan, and so I thought it was topical and convenient. So yeah, this plane, I gotta go on another plane. Shouts to New York, my from, um, hey. in two weeks. Um, and I'm gonna eat pizza every day. Nice. And- I was, the, I was also supposed to go to New York for a wedding, then, but you know, it didn't. The plane schedule and tickets prices weren't matching up with what I needed it to be, so I can't go, and I'm sad as shit about it. But. I'm you guys will live through me, man. I'll post about it all day, and then you should go to the wedding for me. In my, we'll script. have an ep- we'll have an episode that when well, I'm in New York too. So don't worry, buckets. Um, but yeah, so you know how I do with the songs of the week. I'm gonna give y'all some album reviews and some songs that bop banger or, or bop slapper bang. Um, my song that bops this week is uh, "Gold Teeth" by Blood Orange featuring Project Pat. Um, I don't know if anybody listens to Blood Orange. It's kind of like a weird, hip, it's definitely like hippie black people music for sure. Uh, but if you know anything about Project Pack and the Memphis shit, this song got a little bit of uh, gutter to it with the weird like melodies that Blood Orange usually does. Um, so if you if you fuck with kind of like a kind of like chiller R and B, um, I would definitely check that song out. Um, the song that slaps to me is Orange Soda by Baby Keem. Uh, Definitely check. I know everybody's getting tired of the babies. It's like the baby, oh, little baby, Sada baby, uh, uh, fucking babies are us. Sabibi. There's some. There's a lot of babies, bro. I get it. The OG baby that was with Lil Wayne. You know what I'm saying? But baby Davis. There's a. It's it's just unfortunate because a lot of these babies I actually fuck with. Sada baby's really good. I've been banging this album all year. Um, obviously the baby's having a run where you know you know we fucked with him first, but you know he's blowing up pretty big right now. Um, baby Keem is fire. He got a, he got an album out called 
uh, Die for My Bitch. <laughs> um, and you got some bangers on there, including Orange Soda. Um, Rockstar P is another fire one. Uh, France Freestyle. Definitely check out that album. Uh, I probably, I, I'm probably going to put it on the front of this podcast. So if you fuck with it, definitely go check it. Are we gonna, and eventually I'm going to make the pod, the fucking playlist for the podcast with all the music that we usually throw in here. That way it's easier for you guys to find. I just got to get around to fucking doing that. Um, my song that bangs is 100 Shooters by Future, featuring Meek Mill and Doughboy. I mean, it's, it's a, it's, it got flutes on that motherfucker. Meek Mill usually rapping hard, like per usual. Doughboy somebody I just found out about. He can spit a little bit. Um, so shouts out to that song. Uh, some of the other albums that I listen to, Maxo Cream, you got an album called Brandon Banks. I listened to it at the airport when you showed up. Uh, I don't either. Some he's a homeboy from Houston, so you got kind of that Houston influence. Um, but I, this album is pretty cool. I definitely check it out. I would. I feel like I would compare him to like a more southern esque kind of Rick Ross type feel going on. Not as the raps aren't as luxury, but you know it's still pretty good. Uh, you could definitely check out that Blood Orange whole album, Angels Post. I thought it was pretty good. I listened to Yellow Beezy, back back in Beezy, also pretty good. I got some got some bangers on there, and then I I haven't gotten to listen to any of the the as many albums that came out this weekend. So I I listened to like twelve songs from the Chance the Rapper album, Big Day. Obviously, the internet stay roasting him. They roast Big Sean all the time. They roast J Cole all the time. They who else? Uh, Logic gets roasted. The only person that gets roasted on the internet now that I agree with the roasting a little bit more is Eminem. As by, as by, you know, we had a whole fucking what we had like two podcasts where we were talking shit about Eminem. Not shit, just kind of bringing light to the whole like you don't got to rap fast thing anymore. Yeah, and that's funny because at the at the open mic, there's people who are rapping fast, and we we're like, yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So you know, Chance gets the shit on on the internet, mainly Twitter. That's just how Twitter is. But I still fuck with them. When from the songs I did here, I would say there's like six or seven that I like. Maybe a couple I probably wouldn't go back to. Some of the more poppy shit, you know. He got he got songs with like Death Cab for Cutie and shit, and Shawn Mendes. The Shawn Mendes songs wasn't that bad, but you know what I'm saying. So I can get people not rocking with all of it, but he got some definitely some heat on there from what I heard so far. I got to give it a full listen and I'll review it more probably next week, but. Yeah, I heard some. Kind of, I heard like four or five that I liked, so I think it was good. I will say I was mad at him, like I'm sure everybody else was, because his his ass didn't put the goddamn album out until like middle of the day on the 26th, and yeah, like nothing even happened. Like we all know the protocol is to drop that shit at midnight, and homeboy announced he was making this fucking album six months ago. How the fuck you late on the album that you announced six months ago? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And shit, man. What is that? You know, people give it. People listen to it regardless. So, yeah, no, you know, people. He knows people listen to it regardless. That's true, and he did come out on the actual day that he said. But I'm just like, bro, I would have listened to the whole album if it came out on time. But because it came out in the middle of the day, like I didn't have a chance to listen to it to to give it the full shit that it, you know, I would have on this podcast, but. I mean, obviously, you're not thinking about my black ass, but still, those are y'all songs. <laughs> Maybe one day we get around the pod. <laughs> well, shit, man. Thanks for putting up with me. Week uh, yeah, in, week out. Like, hey. 
don't mind listening to us. Yeah, you know, yeah, don't bro. mind talking shit. The episode we talked shit, but nah, man. Uh, thanks for putting up with me week in week out, bro. The Denver trip was amazing, bro. Traveling was awesome. I will say, regardless of our flight getting delayed, um, getting a you know being stuck in the airport by yourself is way worse. At least you know we were there True. rocking. True. Um, so that was cool. Um, looking forward to the next trip whenever that is. Uh, looking forward mm-hmm. to the network and the growth. But yeah, man, volume ninety-two of the most organic chemistry podcast there is is in the books, bro. Yeah, homie. Uh, make sure if you fuck with us. To let everybody know about us, tell us where they can find where they can find us. You know, you already know we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, um, anywhere you can find. We're gonna try to get our YouTube page up too, because we know motherfuckers like listening to shit on YouTube. So we're gonna try to upload our episodes up there as well. Um, Check out for my Bloody Mary reviews. I'm gonna start dropping. Yeah, we're gonna start doing more content on the socials. Make sure you're following us on, you know, Facebook. We're just a bucket of podcasts on. Instagram, we're the Bucket Hat Boys. On Twitter, we're at Bucket Hat Up Podcast. And, uh, you know, follow us individually if you feel like at Tylante and at the Kid JB on Twitter's. Um, I think that's pretty much it, my guy. Yeah, for the Buckets, man, thanks for putting up with us. We're going to continue to grow. We're going to make this a whole family, a whole family business. And, uh, yeah, for the Bucket Up Podcast, Volume 92, we out. Shit, shit. Take heat. Fuck these niggas up. Yeah. Pure J, hotel water. This the real face. Fuck the bitch. Broke our heart. She think we still dang. Three choppers sitting in the car. We play it real safe. Fifty million dollars in cash. That's a cold case. Spent so much cash in Chanel. They want a CID. Bust down on the Uchi while I'm so sincere. Got a hundred shooters sitting outside. Got a hundred shooters sitting outside. Yeah. Uh, 50 mil, bagged in my safe, that's a gray y'all Fuck the bitch, seen her with a man, I had to play it off Dream chaser, we just like a label, we got air and Famous talk, she threw me that pussy, I'm a slayer raw, yeah You are now welcome to the players ball